You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Meir, on this Monday afternoon. Let's turn to our very first topic of the week. In the next 15 minutes or so, we're hearing about OK Minds, which is a great set of workshops on mental health resilience. And I'm really delighted to be joined on the program once again by the founders of OK Minds. Uh, I'd like to welcome to the program Namisha Vandan, who is a mental health first aid trainer and a postdoctoral fellow at the University of Hong Kong's School of Public Health, along with Dr. Amit Wanchu, who has been a, who has a special interest in helping others generate mental well-being, and he was also involved in pioneering work by Medicines on Frontiers in India. Welcome on the program, and thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. To you both. We, thank you, thank you so much. We are live this afternoon um, as well on Facebook Live. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. Um, so I'd like to invite our listeners uh, to be viewers this afternoon. Um, maybe, Namisha, I'll start off with you first, ladies first. Uh, tell us about OK Minds. What is this initiative about and where, does, where did this idea come from? Yeah, thank you, Noreen, for, first of all, for having us again on your show. And I would like to express my gratitude for all the listeners who are taking their time out to listen to us, or maybe later the recordings. So basically, OK Minds is a um, is an initiative uh, for all of us where we are trying to uh, communicate more about the mental health. We're trying to raising the awareness about mental health, as well as um, when we talk about the mental health, the emotional part of mental health is. Um, quite often it is ignored. So here what we are doing in the OK Minds is talking more about emotional well-being as well as mental resilience. So for that, we are conducting workshops to uh, starting from the students uh, till the elderly. Uh, we are talking and giving talks, webinars, seminars, as well as workshops, how we can take care of our emotional well-being as well as strengthen our mental immunity that is also known as mental resilience. Yeah, Namisha, yeah. you, you made such a great point and that is sometimes this is a part of us that we we ignore why is that is it cultural is it because we've been programmed not to really talk about our feelings or, or mental why is it something that we don't really talk about yeah that's a wonderful question and I, even i uh, quite often i think about this why we are uh, so rigid to express our emotion and we feel that it's uh, something which can show our weakness because most of the time especially for the men when a man is express, uh, expressing the emotion, it is like it is often related with their weakness, and that is the worst part, which um, which should be taken care of. It should not be ignored at all. Because of that, if you see the death rate due to suicide is three times higher in men, men in men than the female. So, and and this thing, the expression part, emotional expression is one of the main challenge where men are not finding themselves to uh, express themselves. And um, that is, um, like in contrast to that, if you see females, they are very good at expressing. Even for the small pain, they express, oh, I'm getting this pain. So that is saving them from uh, reaching to that cliff where they can self-harm or commit suicide. And as you mentioned, it is more or less related to our social conditioning um, that is, and the gender role which we have uh, created for our society, that yeah. a, a particular gender need to behave in a certain way. So that is also comes under uh, this uh, social conditioning and then comes to the stigma part as uh, we discussed about the weakness. So that is one of the, uh, again, yeah. an issue uh, which need to be seriously thinking about 
and what are the points which we can uh, move uh, to do to move ahead that is very important. Yeah, well, let's bring a man into this discussion. I'm, I'm yes. really, I'm, I'm really <laughs> glad that we've got Dr. Amit right. Wanchu, um, who has a special interest in, in helping others generate um, mental resilience, and and is a man as well. So it, it, maybe you can a- answer that question, Dr. Wanchu. Is it true that perhaps men are less likely to talk about their feelings? I think that we just have to go in the history a bit. Like if you go a few years back, a few hundred years back, like, you know, we used to have these mental asylums in different countries and people would be taken and kept in those asylums. And that's how the society basically, you know, anyone thinking of a mental health thinks that at once a psychiatric mad person, he is not fit in the society and it's considered as a weakness. So that's why people don't come openly to share it. And if you just want to say anything about mental health, you are considered as a weak personality in the societies because of all this that has been happening. Now, of course, we don't have these mental asylums as such, and there are counselings and things like that happening. So obviously, it takes time. Uh, Men sometimes feel that they are very strong and mental health cannot affect them and they don't want to talk about it. Yes, Females many times do talk about it, but among females also, you have some class who don't want to talk about it because of the society, you know, we are living in because in rural areas or even in small towns in our zone in Asia, if a girl goes for a consultation with a psychiatric doctor, at once uh, the parents and everyone has in mind she won't get married, she won't get a good uh, uh, society respect, she won't get, like those are the things. And they are the challenges, but obviously with time, we have been able to overcome them. Like in nutshell, you know that the way we have to recharge any of the electronic equipment, whether it's your laptop or mobile, we forget that as human beings, we also need a recharge. And that is where you need to talk and share. That's what I feel. Excellent. But yes, Namisha? Yeah, so uh, I was uh, just thinking when Dr. Vanchi was telling that not only our negative emotion, but even our positive emotion, we are so conditioned not to express. Like we feel that oh, if I will show my this happiness or love or anything, then what will other person will think? Or sometimes we think that, uh, you know, some amen or some something bad thing will happen if we'll show. So yeah, emotion is something which we are hiding for a very long time and uh, both positive and negative happiness and sadness so that also a thing which uh, uh, as a society it's very interesting to see yeah and we're conditioned as well i mean both of you made such great points we're conditioned as well since a very young age um to not really share these emotions like if we're little and we start crying our parents you know in in, from or you know the older people will will tell us don't cry don't feel sad and just try and get us to suppress it doesn't come from a bad place but then we're conditioned to not really talk about it from a very young age so how as adults how do we educate re-educate ourselves that it's okay to share these emotions where where does that begin, Namisha? Yeah, so it's all started. It's okay not to be okay. Yes. So if we have this thing in our mind, then definitely once we see someone crying or in a vulnerable state, we accept it as it is. It's not that we label it with some weakness or, or something, right? So once we accept that situation as it is, that it's okay for a person to be in sad mood, in bad mood, or in a weak position or 
it's okay once once we understand a person as a human being not with the position or with the uh, achievements or with the um, you know whatever aura a person can uh, have just see that person as the person no don't see as it's as anything else so once you connect someone with that in a that way then uh, you will start relating that emotions for yourself also and that's called something called empathy when once you start developing that empathy it's much easier for you to console the other person because you are in a better position to understand the that other person if until unless you don't understand the feeling what other person is going through uh, nothing will work you will just say oh just not out of it or come out of face it. your it's nothing everything is good everything oh, is it's just Look a phase yourself. you'll get over it it's and just, that's yeah. a worst thing but then that's yeah a, everything is going to be all right yeah that is going to be all right but for someone there are few things which will never be all right so yeah it it is not that one size fits all you need to see what is fitting in what's like you need to contextualize the situation and then you can give any advice uh, being empathetic yeah. yeah, and about re-educating ourselves um, also as, as adults, you know, um, we once had a hypnotherapist come on the program and shared that, you know, no feelings is good or bad. You know, happiness, mm -hmm. you, we shouldn't label our feelings as good or bad. You know, happiness, we, we always think it's a good thing and sadness is a bad thing. But in order to go through life, it's important to go through both happiness and sadness, you know, that and, if, yeah. and, and the notion that these feelings will pass is actually quite important. I want to pick up on a point that yes. uh, Dr. Wanchi you mentioned just now and it's about that stigma as a society how do we break down that stigma I think as soon as people think it's okay not to be okay then more people will share but it's still it's I mean people say it's okay not to be okay but when the minute you say you're not okay people will sort of label you and and think you know so 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 Dr. Wanchu how do we sort of break that stigma yeah I would I would like to answer both like the what we discussed be, uh, before this as well in three points one thing that we all know is very common language and very common proverb this too shall pass and what we forget basically is that in your sad moments when you use this line this has to be applicable in your good moments as well that will also pass so you have to be prepared in life that good and bad as you said happiness or sadness both will pass Sometimes happiness, then sadness, then happiness. The moment we know this two shall pass in both, not in only one situation, you will be much, much relaxed. Number second, downloading is very important. You know, we have so much of things in our heart, in our mind, and you feel that heaviness. You need to identify in this social media age, your one, two or three secured people with whom you are free to talk. Your likes, your shares, your followers won't matter much because they may not be available when you really need to talk about it. But these two or three people with whom you can really download everything is very important. What we can call as companionship, friendship, counseling, whatever we want. And as you talk about the stigma, stigma comes when it is rare and people are not opening. Once more and more people start opening, the stigma goes into a dilution phase. And then it becomes a common phase. And that's why you must have seen in so many countries, we have now these coaching things, the happiness courses, the things like that, because we're trying to basically minimize this psychiatric, this mental line, because this word mental, unfortunately, people always identify with something which is madness. 
But I always tell my friends and everyone that identify mental with stamina. The way you go for gym and have your muscles, the same way you have to have and build up your mental stamina. If you overuse your mind, you will be weak. If you underuse your mind, you will be weak. But you have to balance. Like a short story I would like to share is, we all are like a bus driver who, who is or who, uh, who is driving his or her life. You are the driver. No, you have so many passengers sitting in this bus. Some are talking, some are screaming, some have to get down, some may not like what you're doing, but your goal is that destination, your life. You have to remember that, that you are driving your own bus and passengers will come, go, talk, anything, but you have to drive, you have to focus. And these things really help us. And I think now the societies are evolving in that. So we all need to be, we have to start from ourselves first, rather than giving sermons to others. We have to first see, are we biased in this? Are we liberal? Am I open? When I am open, others will be open. That's where I have to start. Yes, absolutely. I feel so calm already hearing that. Just remember, I'm a bus driver, and, and it's true. And sometimes it, life can be distracting. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, so I'm sure our listeners will really want to hear what sorts of things do people learn at the workshops. Now, I understand that um, you've been uh, conducting these for uh, various NGOs around Hong Kong, including the Zubin Foundation and also Pathfinders as well. Um, so can you give us a flavor of what sorts of things participants can learn from your workshops? Yeah. So uh, basically, oh, should I go ahead? Yes, yes, please. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, basically, we are talking about two main things, emotional well-being as well as mental resilience. So this this is the two uh, dimensions which we cover during our workshop. And the core of our workshop is three C's. First, to check out. Uh, like you know, once check out includes both self and the others. So as Dr. Wanju mentioned, self-care or self is very important. So what we do in our workshop first, we learn about checkout, how to check out and what is checkout. Check out about yourself and check out about others. So how to approach others if somebody is, um, you feel that someone is struggling or something. So th this is the first C which uh, we focus. And the second thing is create environment. Create environment in the sense that if you are an employee, then with your colleagues, with your teammates, what sort of environment you are going to uh, to create? Are you going to discriminate? Are you going to stigmatize? Are you going to talk badly about if someone uh, share their feeling or something to you and then you are going to make it a, a big fuss in the in the organization or, or workplace or wherever you are? So uh, make a safe and healthy environment where people can open and talk. So this is the Second C, which we talk how to build that sort of environment uh, at the workplace or, or in, in workplace as well as your home also. And the third thing which we talk about is the connection. Connection in the terms of the resources, support, counseling, all uh, just as, as, in, as in the employee as well as, as well as the employer, you must understand what are the available resources are and how to support and for that support, each and every employee should have the basic understanding. Once something is going on, then how to check. So this, these uh, kind of things and what are the resources available in the company itself or in any organization or the workplace or outside of that. And what are the um, you know, pros and cons of using that? This all should be discussed. So the, uh, if, I, if I just see any workplace, the 
if everyone start talking about mental health and we have seen in the past also if leaders start talking about mental health like if your manager is talking about mental health it's okay not to be okay or you can share whatever you are feeling if that sort of things you will listen it's very easy for you to open up and share so these three things we discuss then then uh, we talk about more on mental resiliency building and we have some relaxation techniques as well as some uh, lifestyle changes in diet as well as in sleeping patterns which dr vanchi will elaborate more he is expert in mental resilience building so he will tell you more yes, yes dr vanchi yes yeah, so like uh, as nimisha mentioned uh, i always believe that uh, one thing we, we all have to remember in life is take it easy you know because life is a long journey and it it's not something which will be finished with shortcuts and we have seen in our workshops whether it's employees whether it's students and even old age people or even domestic workers everyone has a mental challenge and unfortunately this covid has thrown so many people into so many mental challenges even work from home for some is very difficult because of small spaces because of things they don't have like everyone in the family is doing work from home so we have learned that few things we have to understand one baseline the way our body has immunity you have to develop your mental immunity immunity in terms of developing so that you are not crushed by any pressure because that's very important we somehow don't uh, give importance to mental health but we don't understand if you're strong mentally you can fight any disease for any disease as a doctor we always suggest that you have to be very very strong within and that strength comes when you develop that immunity so that is where we work on and i have seen myself that if people right from even you know mood boosting foods like you take nuts you take healthy diets you avoid this junk food you will see a lot of changes taking good amount of water in a day that will start giving you good amount of thought processes being with good people around who and give you positive vibes well will is... give you more energy yeah. sleeping yes. which is a very very important priority which we miss then breathing exercises wherein we have 4 7 8 exercise 6 2 7 wherein you breathe in for some time hold the breath and then breathe out and you can do it in any posture or simple like this is a hand wherever you are sitting even if you are in office and you are stressed or you have something crisis is going on so you can just hold this hand have this thumb press here in the center for 2 minutes and you will start after 2 minutes you will start having that very sweet pain and that is the point stress which will be that you are stressed and then you can hold this thumb for 2 minutes you can hold this finger for 2 minutes and go on doing it in both hands and you will feel a pulsating you know that a kind of a pulse and then you have to be in that frequency or even aromatherapy you know you have lavender you have something in your room or in your office just Uh, smell it with the fragrance all the receptors will activate and the negative thoughts will go haywire and positivity will come to you and like there's so many other things because we have to understand that as humans we are emotional we are a unit which needs a bit of love a bit of reassurance a bit of smile and then you can as i said re-energize yourself so these are the things which we focus and we have seen in our workshops a miraculous change in students even small kids in employees in others so i think these are the things that we are working on
This is so fantastic, Dr. Wanju and also Namisha. Remind our listeners once again, I know that uh, you're working with a number of NGOs and a number of groups around in Hong Kong. So if people want to book you for um, some workshops, I'm sure, you know, like you said just now, during COVID, this is definitely something on everybody's minds. And, and this is really for the employees, but also for, for, for management and for people in leadership positions to be able to offer this for their employees and for, for themselves, because times, uh, you know, are tougher out there so um have you got a facebook page are you on social media how can we find out more about okay minds uh, yeah we have Misha? facebook page um as we are in facebook you can just type okay m-i-n-d-s so okay minds so you can contact us through there uh that place also and uh, uh, I can leave uh, our email ID so to Noreen on the Facebook page. Can we can an, yes, yeah. I'd love on to leave Facebook your email page, there. Yes, excellent. Sure, I will share with you. And uh, one more thing, I would like to raise here. Like last year, Bupa, you know, Bupa, the health insurance uh, that company, that did a uh, uh, wonderful research, and we found out that in that research, one in ten employee only seek uh, professional help, and also one in five employee like if you talk about the middle management and we talk about middle management crunch where middle manager has to face the top and the from bottom bottom so you know one in five participants mentioned that they had the feeling of suicide so it is not a very easy issue it is a very difficult thing and it is like once the uh, employee is having this kind of feeling in the workplace and the same employee is going home with the same mental status, then what that person is bringing to the home, it's not happiness. It's just the anger, frustration, sadness, and you know, there's anxiety and depression, which is a contagious disease, just like COVID-19 virus. So once, if you have anyone at your home having this kind of feeling, depression, anxiety, or sadness, it is going everywhere in the home and our society. So let's take this topic very serious. And if any of the employer, any company wants to have us uh, to their organization, would love to do that. Yeah, Thank absolutely. You. You're, you're so right, Namisha and Dr. Wanchu. You know, we, we often think of self-care as, as a luxury, but really it's a necessity and we should all be investing in our mental well-being, you know, a strong mind for a strong body. And also there is no shame in seeking um, help for, for, for your mental well-being. In fact, it's a really the right step uh, in the right direction. So meanwhile, thank you so much for your time this afternoon, uh, Dr. Amit Wanchu and also Namisha Vandan, uh, the co-founders of okay minds and i really look forward to inviting you back on very soon there's still so much that we didn't really get to cover today and i look forward to inv- oh yes last word to you yeah. dr wanchu yeah thank you uh, noreen i would just like to end it a message to all the viewers and listeners that life you know that we have cars we have bikes we have buses they have shock absorbers and then that's how they can move without any shocks so look for your shock absorbers one or two of those people who absorb shocks so that you have a life full of lubrication, light, and you can achieve whatever you want. Brilliant. Wonderful. Yes, that's such a fantastic note to end on. Well, meanwhile, thank you so much uh, for your time this afternoon. And we were speaking to the co-founder of OK Minds, Dr. Amit Wanchu, who has a special interest in helping others develop mental well-being and mental uh, well-being resilience. And uh, along with uh, Namisha Vandan, a mental health first aid trainer and also a postdoctoral fellow at the University of Hong Kong's School of Public Health. Thank you so much for both your time this afternoon. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.